on these weeks. On these weeks. Not these weeks. All of them. That was a great intro. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the stigma around dating sites. I totally know what we're doing on the show. Your worst day at a job. A question about having smaller breasts. And we're going to be playing Never Have I Ever as well. Uh, I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and today with me I have... Blaine Gibson. Hi. Hannah Hart. <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> your, lo- your, your friendly local uh, disappointment. Oh. <laughs> well, it's funny because we usually put like yeah, the special guest where you're sitting, so it's always like this big, exciting yeah. thing. You're, I am the special guest. You are. You the special are. Guest. Yeah. You're so special. You usually put him where I'm sitting? Exactly. But I am sitting here. That's, exactly. You're the right. special guest. Oh. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much I, for joining us. Then I have to, you know, follow that. It's true. Oh, so you always get the... So it's just like, it's, it's We're always me. like, yeah, and then you're... Yeah, that's oh. me. That's <laughs> you're like, I'm still here. They haven't gotten that's rid cool. of me yet. At one point, we should just introduce you before them so we can make it like a nice... Like build I should up. get first billing. You yes. know what you want? You want to start the show next month? Or they should no. do it like a, like <laughs> a wrestling intro where they come in from the back and like pyrotechnics and... It's we true. could break down the windows. That is how I entered. You just didn't record. Yeah, we should have had you come through the door. There's a hole in the wall right Right, in that cute. Yeah, let's come through the door. Guest, Hannah Hart! And look who just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? I don't know. It's time late. <laughs> well, we are going to start off with our shot. <gasps> we do a special shot out each week, so it's a user-submitted shot. Yeah. And it's called shot out because it's like... That's adorable! Hannah is also a lover of puns, which is why I'm very excited to have her here. One of the many reasons. Big time. So this one is called the Shot in the Mouth. And it's by uh, Scott M. submitted this. And it consists of amaretto, apple pucker, southern comfort, and sour mix. Oh, my God. You ready? That is... Shout out to you, Scott. You ready? Sounds... Delicious. Delicious. Cheers to you, Scott. Shout out. (laughs) We didn't do it. That's fine. Ah. Wow, we made cough syrup. Oh, it's a lot of uh, liquid, but it's good. That's something else, all right. That's great. Wow. I was waiting. Nobody called me out for having my shot of Topo Yeah, I was just about to say it. (laughs) Wait, Um, did you just do a shot of Topo Chico? Oh, right after. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right after? As a chaser? No, no. No. It was just just Topo Oh, you didn't do a shot? Yeah, they brought it over. And I was like, like, I'm not going to drink today. And I think they took that as me not getting a shot. I was like, okay, that's fine. No, that's fine. Oh. You're watching your calories, whatever. I don't know. Why are you drinking Topo He's watching it. What are your macros? My macros? Is that something that My proteins, my fats, my carbohydrates. What's a macro? It's a macronutrient. Oh. Okay. Um, Wait, hold on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the common response. Well, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. To macronutrients. Cheers to that. Yes. Yes. No, you don't cheer us. And yeah, micro and micro summaries of what they are. Mm. <laughs> How's that micro? <laughs> micro summary. Okay, let's let's start off with our first game, which is Never Have I Ever. Love it. All right, Never Have I Ever dated someone younger than me. Uh, you you, we, we do fingers? We're doing yeah. fingers? So you hold up five fingers, and then if you have done it, you put down a finger. Oh. Right. How many yeah. do we, are we doing five? Five. Okay. Let's do five. All right, Blaine. Uh, <laughs> well, following her very mature question, mine is, never as an adult have I ever pissed or shit my pants in a public setting. Oh, never. Uh, nope. I pissed my pants in a public setting. Go on. Just a little oh, bit. Okay. Just a little Let's bit. hear about it. Um, it happens a lot, actually. What? Just like, you, you what's a fine public setting? Have you been doing your Kegels? Uh, there's like, like people that, that are around that you might not know. Or oh, okay. a professional setting. Okay, yeah, but sh- this shitting or pissing your pants in a public setting is not popping a squat. This is I- involuntarily. Excellent. Oh, yeah, like oh, accidentally yeah, no, like. Never. I've never done it in my life. What? Even yeah. as a kid? Never. Not that I Damn, you got some it. control over your bowels. I think as a kid, I probably had the opposite issue, you know, where I was like, I couldn't shit for weeks. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you ever have to get a? What was your story? diet like? Gar, just pure garbage. Rocks, also. Those are not. Those are not. not Cut to Hannah as a child, just eating pebbles in her driveway. Rocks, I'm also imagining like a little baby, but with her exact hair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the shaved side. You're not too far off. But you know, you can read all about um, my childhood in Buffering, Unshared Tales of a Life Fully Loaded. Available right at this link right here. Right here. <laughs> Buffering book. Hear all about it. Buffering book. I actually got a copy. Yeah. I'm saving it for my next long plane ride to read. Oh, good. It's also available on Audible. Oh. Uh, Did you do, <laughs> do the audio that? reading? I do the audio reading, oh, which was yes. nominated for an award, actually. Oh. oh. Yeah, I know. Because well. it was so, like, raw. Yeah. So How should we have, like, Emmy-nominated <sighs> Hannah Hart or whatever? Mm. Uh, it's whatever. called an Audi. An Audi-nominated <laughs> Hannah Hart. Just like put that in her title Yeah, if you're instead. a fan of audiobooks, apparently it's a good one. 
Yeah. So you know how I know about your book? Hmm. It came out. And Bernie My was shameless like, self-promotion. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bernie, Bernie was like, hey, Hannah just sent in a book. We're going to take a picture of you holding the book, and I'm going to tweet it to her. And I was like, oh, okay, great. No tweet came through. Later that day, I think, like, Gavin was holding the book. And I was like, mm, okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you found someone way cooler. <laughs> he was like, no, not Blaine. No, never. <laughs> but he also tweeted about that book later, you know, when he picked it up. And he said he couldn't put it down. And he was like, wow. And he shared the link. I was really touched. These are great segues <laughs> into self-promotion. I know, I know. It doesn't Bernie make Burns mad. himself said he couldn't put it down. Just yeah. put that quote right there. Yeah, just I will. I will be on the cover of the paperback. Just praise for buffering. Bernie Burns said, <laughs> Bernie Burns. tweet, wow, I didn't expect to read this. Tweet. <laughs> Blaine Gibson did not read it. <laughs> Gavin Freak did. did. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All okay, right. oh, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Ah, oh, man. so yeah. All right. Um, Never have I ever, and is it something I've done or something I've never done? Have not done. Have not done. Never have I ever, I've never, I don't know, I want to hear something scandalous. I've never been engaged. Ooh. Did anybody hear been no. engaged? Had to call it off? <laughs> Secret <laughs> engagement? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to do a different one. Okay. I was hoping for some real, fuck it. <laughs> no, 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 I was kidding. <laughs> I was hoping for some real juice, you yeah. know? I wanted the audience to go, oh, yeah. oh. But there is no audience. Yeah, so. No one watches. So that, you get the controller life. to do it for you. Oh, oh here we go, here we go. You ready, guys? <gasps> oh. <laughs> no, okay, that's it. I'll just do that one. So okay. none of us have been engaged. Just a bunch uh. of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, shit, I really should have prepared more. Mm, never have I ever counted macros. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Sucker. Damn. Sorry, Blaine. Damn, this is a ferocious round. Yeah. Never you want to go into my story about how I counted macros? Yeah. Well, let no, me tell please you. Don't. Do okay. it. Right. Do it. Never have I ever been fired from a job. Oh, damn. They're all really lame. Yeah. Uh, Wait, have you? You have no juicy. No. Oh. I, I, I counted macros. Yeah. Oh, okay. And right. I Cancel also macros. dated someone younger than yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, okay, keep going. Let's do it. Okay, uh, let me see. Never have I ever. Sustained an injury during sex. What does that? What do you mean? By so sustained? I've never gotten like injured or, or injured. <laughs> never gotten injured uh, during the act of lovemaking. I've oh. never gotten hurt during it. Okay. Every mm. time. Mm. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yes. What okay. was your What was your worst one? I have a bad back. Oh. I have a bad lower back. Very enthusiastic. Oh. Yeah. Does it spasm a lot, like during some oh, moments? During of, some other spasms? I mean, it does, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the thing is, it's like, ah, oh, God, I'm just not a very flexible person. Mm. I've, I've, I've really. Me neither. Just, yeah, it's just tough. It's tough, yeah, it's tough to be me. Tough, but you know, it's, it's hard work. Somebody's got to do it, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, resounding praise and applause, so. <laughs> Woo! It's worth it. Sports injuries, you know? You're only going to go for the gold. Yep. You really put your whole heart and soul into it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I have been. So proudly, yes. Good, good, good. Okay, uh, let me think of mine. Um, uh, oh! N I, never have I ever faked an orgasm. Wow. Yeah. It's not once? Never? Never! Who I, are you? A lesbian! Where did, why am I <laughs> Okay, okay. Meryl! Has faked an orgasm, right? Yeah. With, with women. <laughs> a woman? Listen, we got the lesbian yeah. side of the couch here. Well, also the, Blaine. Don't forget Blaine. <gasps> you faked it with Blaine? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. You also, you no, you didn't. No, no, no. I'm saying he's also I a lesbian. I can't. It's you hard for me to fake. Yeah, it's, it's, uh. So they can I, prove it. A lot. Oh. I know. <laughs> Wait, with well, your girl? No, my current. Not her current. No. Uh, but there's been other people that, you know, it's just like you just want it to be over and. I don't really like you, but there's other things, underlying problems there. Oh, you're getting judged so hard um, by Hannah. No, that's why I stopped I'm talking. Not judging. I was like, I could feel it. No, I'm not judging. I'm just in shock. I'm so sorry. I know. Hey, you know what? I'm over it. Life is fine now. It's great. Well, yeah, I think it's also a matter when you're younger too. Maybe you're learning your body a little more, and it's like you get to know what you like better. And when you're younger, you just think like, oh, this person. Everything's trying to an orgasm. Me. Exactly. Or like you're just trying to. Oh, you're right. Make you're happy. right. You're right, you guys. We should all start faking orgasms. It's just yeah. not a thing for guys. I don't think. to have to do. Uh, well, Kevin Maris, when he was on the show, said he had faked an orgasm. But like, <laughs> how do you? As you a, can. I imagine that nobody's. Because they'll be like, wait a second. If you're finishing it in what a condom. Thing? Just why? Yeah, just carry a little squirt bottle with you. Oh. <laughs> well, it almost got me in trouble because like it wasn't happening, and it wasn't happening. The person was like, "Am I just not pretty enough?" And I was like, yeah. "Oh, I should just fake it." You but should be like, like, "That's yeah. what." Yeah, similar situation. Yeah, where it's like, like the person's like, "No, I'm not beautiful enough for you." It's like, "No, I just fucking hate you." <laughs> Jesus, guys, this is this is hard stuff. It's intense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how many fingers do you got? 
We should have warned you before the show that this is what we're talking saying, about. I'm just saying, I'm just like, man, I just think, but we got to get rid of that standard, you know? Because I feel like fake orgasms takes people farther away from achieving them. You know, sure. because it's such a standard in our society that women can just fake it all the time. But, like, you're not helping out the guys because don't you think the guys want you to feel good? Yeah, they, yeah. Should, they should also know what works and what doesn't. Right. If it's not working and you're not close to... But it's hard. It's like up. everybody, everybody's setting it, setting it, it's like uh, setting yourselves up. Yep. So, yeah. listen, America. <laughs> <laughs> and the world. And the world, nationally live in 10 countries. <laughs> yep. Cities. Only Let's 10. not go crazy. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh... What have you never done? Let's see how many fingers we all got. I got. I'm two just gonna left. start attacking people. That's what I have left. to go with. But I'm trying. To... I brought ones that are like fun icebreakers, hmm. cheeky little. Uh, hmm. Never have I ever licked a booty hole. I've never done mm. that. Not yet. <laughs> oh! Cheeky. Chikung, chikung, chikung. How was it? No shame I mean, in that. Your no mouth shame. is just around. Yeah. 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 So what? <laughs> Who cares? Wow. That's hey, you great. know what? No, it's no, 2017. It's if you guys on the not, menu. I've had my butthole not licked. Yet. I'm waiting for it. I'm trying to get this started. Oh, yeah, I've, had, I've had my butthole licked. Yeah. It, the thing is, is though, like once someone's like mouth is down there, it's hard to tell what hole they're on sometimes. Because <laughs> it's just like all in the vicinity. But do you not and, have... Do you lose track of like what's going on or what? A little, well, because it's like usually from behind. I'm so glad we oh. took that and I'm welcome like, shot. I can't. Because it's like it could just be like a swift lick. What? <laughs> you have a dog licking your ass? Swift lick. All I'm saying is that good, good on you. Thank you. And you know, at some point, at some point, if you're in a monogamous relationship for long enough, mm-hmm. yeah, why I'd not? also like yeah. to yeah. Clear, do butt I, stuff. I'm a very yeah. clean person. Well, that's while we're talking about eating ass. I'm very clean. I brush my teeth after I, I lick ass. After you eat ass. I just want you guys to know that. Hey, hygiene, <laughs> it's important. You know what, Blaine? It's it's now and it's the future that we're living in. I feel a lot Blaine closer to all of yeah, you right yeah, that's, that's, that's what this is about. Oh, classic Blaine. Yeah. Mm, classic Blaine, ass eater. Ask me no questions, <laughs> tell me no lies. Is it my, is it my turn? Yes. yes. Never have I ever read an entire Harry Potter book Oh, what? Bullshit. That's come on. That's what I have left for you. That's <laughs> nice. Uh, well, I'm not going to target anybody. I'm just going to go back to my list of fun little icebreakers. Yeah, I've never sorry. been kicked prepared. out. Never have I ever been kicked out of a bar or restaurant. God. Oh, damn it. Yay. oh she's out. Meryl's the loser. We talked about this last week. Uh, or was it last week? What happened? Who, was this the same t- time the girl thought you were stealing from her? Oh no, I didn't get kicked out of that bar. Okay. Um, I cried about it though. I got accused of stealing, and it was not a good feeling. And Meryl's a sensitive soul. So. <laughs> that's a, that's good a rhyme. Time. Yeah, it's a good thing to t- teach the kids back home. <laughs> well, I got accused of stealing. I'm happy not to a good say feeling. that uh, Meryl, because you have technically <gasps> lost or won, I don't I, know I which one is won. which. She's a you victor. Uh, you are the winner of this beautiful bouquet of 1-800-Flowers. Oh, yay! Beautiful. Oh, yeah. oh, so wow. Yeah, and Smell. you take that home or give to someone you love. Oh, wow. Maybe really your mom. Ooh, oh, wow. I love yeah. flowers. My mom is all about the flowers for Mother's Day. Gorgeous. Ooh, I like that purple one. I know. You know, this is my favorite kind of rose right here. This well, little like orange into red. Yeah. Take oh, notes, yeah. everybody. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of those delivered. Yes. yes! Beautiful. <laughs> They're beautiful. They're so That's great. That one. Oh, Sorry. I'm so excited. Thank, <laughs> thank me for being um, a terrible person. And doing bad things. They're not terrible. Yeah, but None you, of these things are but bad. But you got flowers. flowers. It's so, so it's it so worth the nickel jar. <laughs> and speaking of one eight hundred flowers, there's no better feeling than making your mom proud. Oh. Like if you answer all these questions. All those things. Yeah. <laughs> got kicked out of a bar, mom. Uh, whether it was on the sports field, in the classroom, or conquering some other achievements, mom's reaction was always priceless. Enjoy that feeling again by making her smile with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, 1-800-Flowers is giving our listeners an exclusive 24 for 24 offer. 24 multicolored roses, like so. Uh, for $24. That's only a dollar per rose. Simply pick your delivery date and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. With a bright and beautiful mix of premium roses in a rainbow of colors, these blooms are guaranteed to show mom just how much she's loved. These breathtaking roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and mom's amazement. 24 multicolored roses for only $24 is an amazing offer, but it expires on Friday. Every bouquet is backed by 1-800-Flowers 100% smile guarantee. So whether you're surprising your wife, aunt, sister, or mother, or girlfriend, 
Uh, don't settle for anything less than 1-800-Flowers.com. To order 24 stunning multicolored roses for $24, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash always open. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash always open. Hurry, offer ends Friday. I was here spinning the flowers and no one was looking at me. He was being very QVC. We saw you. Like about I was, it. I was looking. We noticed. Yeah. Ooh, look. All look the angles. Look how pretty that is. Wow. Gorgeous. Beautiful. All right. So let's move on to our Ask Us Anything question and stop playing with flowers okay. and just leave them there to be beautiful. Okay. So this one is submitted by Jacob G. And Jacob wants to know, why do you think there's a stigma around dating sites? Is there still a stigma around dating sites? I think a little it's, bit. It's interesting because I, so one of my friends, she's also a lesbian and she refuses to use them. Like she's like, I'm gonna meet someone in person or I'm gonna die alone. Cause oh she, she just thinks they're horrible. And she was, I don't know what it is again, like, what does she, she has Does she feel her. like it's not as like a, of a sincere way of meeting? I guess so, maybe. Maybe she just hasn't had luck on, like I think she might have used them for a little bit and then was like, ah, there's nothing on here for me. Mm. But um, mm. you gotta cast a wide net, right? I mean, I think it's hard for like, like communities where you don't have a lot of um, reach to meet people anyway. Like yeah. I don't wanna meet somebody at a gay bar, right? Mm. Because it's like, uh, you know, you go to a club and it's like unst, unst, unst music. Yeah. And for me, like that's not really my jam. I'm distracted pretty easily and I can't hear that well and I'm just getting anxious, right? So like a gay club is a, like a really hard way to meet somebody. Mm -hmm. But then out in the real world, it's presumed that everybody's straight. So I feel like dating apps are a good thing in that way because yeah. if you're in like a small specific community, you can find people who are also maybe busy young professionals yeah. or people that also don't like going to clubs. It takes the guesswork out. It takes yeah. the guesswork out of it. And then you can take that exact mentality and lay it over, you know, straight couples, which is just like, you want to meet somebody who doesn't want to meet you at a bar. Yeah. You know, you want to meet because you have a shared love of exclusively hanging out with people who've read the Harry Potter books. I think yeah. the, the problem with dating sites and dating <laughs> apps, stuff like, like Tinder, also I, I heard that. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think the problem is, is that there's so much pressure on people to have a good story about how they met their significant I was gonna other. say, one of the biggest things that I bring up to people is like, hey, how'd you guys meet? And you're like, mm, Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Like we, we actually have friends, Brandon, uh, Brandon and Paula, mm -hmm. um, who just got married, who met on Tinder. Yep. I and know lots of people, I know people yeah. who've met on all sorts of dating apps, but then also, and this probably sounds weird now that I think about it, but not weird, but like, I know people that have met because they were like fans of the kind of content I do on my channel. Yeah. Like they've met mm -hmm. because of Tumblr searching like Hannah Hart and Dude, like Tumblr like that. is the number one lesbian dating site. It really is. <laughs> really? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> but like, I love that. And if you're gonna meet somebody at like a convention or like, you know, you go and you're gonna go see this panel of people speak yeah. or go to RTX or something like that, you yeah. bump into someone you meet. I think that's such a like wonderful organic way to do it. And dating apps can only make that more likely. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's proximity based. I think there's less and less of an issue. I yeah. know you you use Tinder a lot. Like Tinder? Tinder. <laughs> so good. Tinder a lot Tinder. in your previous years when what you were single. What is that accent? What is that accent? I do not know. <laughs> Ambiguous. Uh, yeah, no, I used to use it a whole lot. I think the biggest uh, thing that I went against was that when you think about like how our parents, like how they all met, they didn't meet through some like website. Like you found a man or woman in town and then you're like, I'm gonna hold on to this person because this is probably the last person I'm gonna meet. This is good as it gets. Yeah, and it's like, we're gonna get married and spend the rest of our lives together. But like, with with Tinder, you have options to where it's like, you show up to the date and you're like, eh, this isn't going so well. I'll just go back to the app. And you just mm. flip through faces and like, I think that's a big stigma. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. So that's, choice. I think we are totally inundated with choice just in all realms of life. Like, you go to the grocery store and there's 17 kinds of water that yeah. you can drink, you know? And this is just the next like manifestation of that. But I don't want people to feel any hesitance or shame in it, you know? I think that you have to gauge yourself, like, okay, should I give everyone I meet online two dates instead of just one to factor in that first impression, I can just go back and swipe for more? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, just like be conscious with it. But yeah, I'm, I'm all about dating sites. I was on OkCupid yeah. when I was younger. Did you ever go on any dates from that? I went on multiple, multiple oh. dates, yes. But I was 23. Did anything come of it? Like only, in a relationship? only just embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, would get, I got so nervous. And yeah. I was at that age, I was like, it was like, I was on OKCupid okay when I was like 23, 24, 25, like around there. And I was just so anxious and nervous about meeting someone that was, you know, online. And granted, this is seven years ago. So it yeah. was even more of a stigma than it is now. Um, that I would just get wasted and thus blow 
Like, I'm sure the people I was on a date with were perfectly nice people, but... They're just like, man, those girls are alcoholic. No, I was just like, hey, let me tell you another thing about the future of the country. <laughs> you know, and they're like, God, you're intense. I'm, I'm like, I know. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about macronutrients? <laughs> yeah, I, I dated a guy that I met when I first moved to Austin, and I was, like, newly single when I just moved here. I didn't know how to meet people because I was in a new country, let alone a new city. And so I went on Match.com. And I ended up meeting this guy that I dated for like two and a half months. But every time someone would ask how we met, I wouldn't be honest with them because uh. I felt like embarrassed about it. But I feel like if that happened now, which is just like five years later, it'd be totally different. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what? The, the evolution of the storytelling will be, oh, yeah, we met on Tinder. And it was, oh, great, because. And you'll go into the connection. You'll go into right. the click. You know, it yeah. won't be, oh, I hope for a future where it's not like, oh, we met on Tinder, but so many cases will be happening so often that'll be, we met and it was finally the date I was looking for. Yeah. You know, or like, and this is how I, I knew. Like, I knew when I saw her picture that she was beautiful and I wanted, to, I had to talk to her or something. Or like, yeah, or like when I saw that third photo of them on a mountain with a dog, <laughs> that's how I knew. I knew I had to meet that dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I met my girlfriend on Tinder. Did uh, you? Yeah. I always tell people we met at church camp though, because I think that's a better story. <laughs> Is any of that true? The church camp? I think just no, the I'm idea sure. that Meryl would go to church camp is people great. At, like, usually her friends church are like, camp. oh, like, how'd you guys met? Me. Uh, it's like, oh, like seven years ago during church camp. And it's funny because I'm the first girl that she's dated. So they're like, wait, we've known her for that period of time. Like, Laura, you never told us anything. You were so religious. We had a yeah. class in film school together, and I think I found you on there, and I was like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, why, how would you guys find each other, though? Because Tinder, well, I, I don't, I haven't gone on. Actually, I, I re-downloaded Tinder, I will say this, um, two days ago. Because Laura and I were talking. Because we had like, one small fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was over it. And she was done. Uh, she was like, no more fake orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that no, butthole. No, <laughs> I'm just going to lick. Just right in. See what happens. Um, no, uh, I redownloaded it because I was like, oh, wait, it's April. Like, we met two years ago in April. I want to see the first conversation we had and see what the exact oh. date. And so I was like, I'm going to download it if that's cool with you. And she was like, I don't care. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, swipe right on people? Like, no, that's not. You know, that's where she met her real wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's this is the friend. story of how she met her girlfriend. Um, so, yeah. So I redownloaded it and I was like, oh, and it, the app was so different and, like, everything had changed. But I don't, I think it basically, like, you just, like I said, you cast a huge wide net and like everyone that comes, you could, I could set it to where I, it's like, I only want women or I only want men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But regardless of how I set it, I think I still come up for other people. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Man. That's how it used to be. It yes. is so fun to look at your friends' dating profiles. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because then you're like, because it's like, when you make a dating profile, you're like, this is how, it's not only like, it's not like how I see myself, it's like how I want someone who I want to keep at a distance kind of. Yep. To see me, sorta. Yeah. You know, it's like, what's that projection? Do you ever get messages from people saying that people used your photos on a dating site? Yeah, I mean, people do that. Yeah. I'm You're cool with it. You seem like. Ah, <laughs> I know that. You know, you. I, my life is unaffected. There was. Yeah, a, that's the thing. There was a girl sure. on Twitter um, who. She's, I think she's a model, and people would use her photos, mm -hmm. and they'd be like, "Hey, like my sugar daddy uh, wants a picture of me with like a fork to prove that it's me." And she's like, "Here you go, girl." She'd like take a picture of herself with a fork and be like, "Get that money." <laughs> it's like I love that. I know. It's like you know. I love that. that. Have you? Uh, do you know anyone who uses her? Mm -mm. What's so her? Her is like. You're the, like, what's uh, her? Well, well her is her. Her is my new book. Her is a. From what I can remember, I think it was like a lesbian dating app. Mm. It was basically, mm -hmm. you could tell like the difference between men and women here because you have Grindr and it's like Grindr's known for hookups and like if you want to get a quick BJ, like just call it. Is Grindr also like a serious dating? I, I, know, I mean, I, I think that the option is still there. I've yeah. got a couple of friends. I think uh, one of my friends found a serious relationship. Yeah, yeah one really? of my friends got married yeah. and he met his One of my friends on. is Grindr, the app. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Please introduce um, us. But yeah, so you, then you have Grindr, which has you know the stigma of like just being a hookup app, and then you right. have um, her, which last I heard of it was like community and like you know like find meetups, and I was like that's the like here's women who's like let's just meet up and have coffee and like you know like talk well, about funny, things we like. Bumble introduced the friend feature oh, where and, and I tried it for a little. So like a double double date? What is that? No, it's just basically Bumble BFF. Like I think like you can bring a friend to our <laughs> date. Yeah. Come on yes. over. Let's no, do a triad. Yeah. Um, no, it's like if I like I actually signed up for a bit for a, a few 
weeks I tried it out, where you sign up and you say, I'm just looking for like other female friends in the city. And so it would only show you other females who are looking for friends and you could basically arrange like friend dates. Yep. Oh, cute. It's like, let's get yeah. coffee. And it's like, it's funny reading the profiles on those women because it's just like looking for besties to yeah. have like brunch with and I all have this a, shit. I want to find a bro now. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's good. Go find her. You know, I, I feel like for as much as we like um, program these aspects of our lives, you know, because we're all really busy and convenience is at our fingertips and et cetera, et cetera, about the changing way humans interact. I still think it's the way you engage with your life, whatever way that engagement manifests, that really matters. Like yeah. you can use any app and get out of it what you're putting into it, you know? So you can really set your intention or you can really set your openness, Yeah. you know? So I'm pro dating apps. <laughs> I am too. Yeah. I think the stigma not? is becoming less and less, yeah. which is great. I'm pro dating app with the caveat that you need to take it like in stride because some people can really go overboard with it and like they'll be seeing several people at the same time it can be very overwhelming and you might lose someone who could be very valuable to you because you're just so you've got all these other well, people treat it on. like a game maybe oh, right yeah. so yeah, like, there is a game it's, it's, a, it's, a, game. A, it's a gamified dating app and that's why yeah. it's so popular I think a but, game of bones <laughs> like boning. But yeah, just um, just being careful with it <laughs> and, bum, 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 and making bum, sure you're not bum, breaking bum, hearts. Bum, 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 are you bum. saying bum? Are we back to butt stuff? We sure are. Oh, back, okay. to, back, back to butt stuff. Back to butt stuff. I actually, I don't know if you saw this, but we got a tweet recently from someone who said that um, he met someone on Grindr who liked Ruby, one of our animated shows. Interesting. Oh, yeah. And then they like ho like, they hooked up and were hanging out and he said, have you seen Always Open? And he said no, and they watched Always Open together. And I was We're like, making <gasps> love connections. Dude, yeah, that's watching right the now, best. I, uh, <laughs> what if they're watching together right now? I hope so. Well, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> What's up? What's uh, up? I have a friend who was on Bumble BFF, and she was like, you know, she was like, I'm kind of, she wanted to meet some new friends. She was kind of burnt out by, like, the friend group that she had. And she, she was like, I invited this girl to go hiking with me at McKinney State Falls. Ooh. And then, like, two days later, I was like, two days later, I was like, hey, what, like, what happened? How did it go? And she was like, oh, well, she never showed up. And I was like, yeah, because you fucking invited her to go hiking in yeah. the woods. That's <laughs> 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 true. That's true. 100%. Coach shows up wearing another person's skin. Yeah. You're like, hey. I was like, that's not a date. That's not like a friend date that you have for the first time. Yeah. Well, like, if, if you were to go, because I... We're all in relationships. Coffee. Right. So if you like a first date, that's always coffee. Coffee I just, is. I didn't know if that was like a weird tick you had. It's like, guys, does playing one coffee? Coffee. Is that how he asks? Uh, like a Pokemon named Coffee. Yeah. No, because like coffee, it's it, there is no specified time. Dinner, it, it's like a solid thirty to forty-five minutes. At least. That you're oh, in. and it's nighttime. Least. Yeah. If you yeah. want to be friends with somebody, it's coffee, tea, even. Yeah. Well, even just a first date, I think it's coffee is a good idea, or like Hot. a drink. Or otherwise. Let's go for a drink. It depends you know on what Halcyon. Coffee Halcyon's and a drinks. Great place. Yeah. So there's a, a you should go there while you're in town. There's a place called Halcyon that has amazing, like very specialty drinks, coffees, good snacks. Then they have indoor s'mores you could have. Oh, That's best. so funny because I learned all about Halcyon. At <laughs> I was wanting to have her menu, but <laughs> I, I didn't want to do the PowerPoint. Uh, <laughs> this episode, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, this whole time I've, I've been sitting here and I'm really putting a lot of thought into it, and I'm just I I just can't figure out how to plug buffering. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully loaded. Seriously, I couldn't figure it out. Well, that, I mean, that motion is like a book. Yeah, there you and go. And you know what a great book is? Yeah. Right. Buffer. There, there you go. go. Nailed it. By Hannah Hart. Nailed it. Bufferingbook.com. Is that what it is? Thank you, Bar. Oh, sweet. Nailed it. Cool. Well, let's move on to our next uh, topic, which is the worst. Oh. This, this one is submitted by Emily L. And Emily L. wants to know the worst day at a job you've ever had. Any job. I guess, uh, so mine would be, I used to work at a toy store, it was KB Toys back before we got out of business. Um, running late for work, I was in high school, borrowed my dad's pickup truck, reversing out of the high school parking lot, bam, rearing somebody. So it's like, well, this is great, this is already off to a bad start. Shot up late to work because I had to deal with the uh, car accident that I just got into. And then I get there, and then like it's a pretty slow day, and then these two women came in, and they're like, uh, they were buying something like a sucker, and they like gave me like a 50. So I had to break that, and then they're like, oh, can you give me like, 220s and blah blah blah. Oh, I have some extra change. Can you give me like a hundred and this and that? And so it's they a, were pranking you. No, it's it's, well, it's a tactic. It's like they were mathing. They're yeah, they're basically mathing the shit out of me to where they ended up running away with like a couple like hundred bucks or hundred fifty bucks. It's called short changing or something. It's like a tactic to steal oh, money. And it's almost like you got to be real quick, like. Uh, with the math. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so then like Guys, I was like I was like I realized what was happening. Yes. And I was like short change game? <laughs> should it be like no. the Bonnie and Clyde yes. of our time? Because you're yes. gonna ruin a high schooler's day because I remember it happened. I was like, hold on, we need to stop real quick. Can you have that money back? I'm gonna just 
go ahead and like redo and they just this ran. Whole thing. And they just darted. And I got written up for it. Oh fuck! So like you got written up for it. Mm-hmm. What you got written up for it? Yeah, that's so not. So my, my manager's in the back. Helma, where are you? Helma. <laughs> Helma's not even name. That's not even a name. Yeah, it is my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fuck you, she was, uh, fuck you, Helma. Yeah, fuck she you. she gave me a real hard time, and uh, it was not a great day. It was one of those days that like by the end of it, I had a stomach ache. And I could feel cold sweats going down my Aww. back because I was so stressed and nervous. And I was were you like, any Christmas? Uh, wow. Were you new, new to that job too? Uh, no, it was like a couple of months. I think I worked there for like a year and a half. Oh, even mm. then, though. in high yeah. school, retail is shitty. Hard. That's tough. I don't have a worst day at work. I have the worst way I've ever quit a job. I'm yeah. a big quitter. I think quitting <laughs> is okay. Okay. You know, okay. I'm like, you hate that job? Well, thank goodness Leave you never quit on writing a book. Never quit on writing a book. Like, like <laughs> what book, for example? <laughs> Um, No, but like I, you know, I just think it's like uh, you have to just cut your losses. You know what I mean? So I was at this job um, for a massive, I had an internship right out of college with this big like media conglomerate, which will go unnamed. And at this internship, I just was so soul sucked. I was just like, it was so hard. And so I was crying to my older sister, and I was like, I don't know if this is the way I want life to be, blah, blah, blah. It was, an in- it was actually an internship right before I graduated, so it was the summer before I graduated. But anyway, long story short, uh, we quit via email uh, by writing an email lovingly titled RE Quitting. <laughs> and I wrote, I will never be coming back. So you didn't even give a two weeks notice. It was just, no, I never, I never went back. I quit, and then they replied, and I deleted it. You didn't even look at the reply? Wow. Why? Why would I read about their terrible disappointment? (laughs) Run me through Hannah Hart's mind as she was clicking the send button. What was that feeling? Like, I was 21. Emotions-wise. What's Hannah feeling right now? Nervous. Um, Put us in that moment. Okay, okay, here we go. Ari quitting. I'm never coming back. Blah, blah, blah. Because I was losing money on this internship, by the way. Uh, Oh, it was unpaid. And I was paying to show up every day. And commute. Yeah, yeah, it was in San Francisco. And like I was, I was losing money going, and not enjoying it, and not enjoying it, oh, and yeah. it wasn't really playing into any of the ways I wanted to live my life. So I guess my feeling was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I also like how you put like re quitting, were like you, as if it was as a, if it was a conversation. Were you, well, that's because you know, I mean, my sister and I were also having a having a bit of fun with having a laugh. It was fine. They didn't. That was some underpaid. I was not paid at all intern, and it was like, ugh, ugh. Just done with it. Yeah. So, were, were you not worried about like how that would affect you or what you would go on to do? Like, no. You were just like, this is no. no big deal. I hate this. I'm out. So arrogant. See you later. Yeah. I mean, did it ever have any sort of impact on your future professional career? At all? I never quit a job like that. I actually never quit another job unless I was like being like, this is the thing that's happening in my mm. life right now. Let's work out. And then we're out. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the only thing I ever was like, abandoned ship. But at the same time, like, they didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's also led you to where you are now, so I feel like yeah. any decision you made. It was a summer. I was losing money. At the end of the day, it was like I'm paying money to invest in the. I'm investing in a path I know I will never choose. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I think you made the right decision. I yeah. think so too. I think so too. I've never regretted it, except for the way I handled it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my my worst day at the job was when I worked at uh, Burger King. Oh. The BK summer. Lounge. So there go all Burger King endorsements. Here we go. <laughs> All the Burger King. Um, so I applied at a movie theater when I was 15 years old, thinking, oh, I'm going to do like typical movie theater stuff, clean theaters or work box office or concessions or whatever. But this movie theater also had restaurants in it, including a Burger King. And so when I got the job there, they're like, cool, your placement's going to be in Burger King. Me not wanting to work in fast food, that's not why I applied to the fucking movie theater. So I was pissed off in general. Um, did my training and everything, and the first time I worked there was by myself. It's a one-person Burger King. And it was a Sunday afternoon, and it was like some kid's movie had just come out that Friday or something. Cars 2. Probably. <laughs> no, Cars 1 at this point. Cars yeah, 1. Yeah. Cars 1. This is Let's a long time ago. Um, and there was like a line of people. And this Burger King, because it was in Canada, had poutine as a side that you could get Ooh. as an upgrade. And so me being really frazzled and I was like taking orders and like going back and washing my hands and making all the food and like coming back up and these people had ordered a poutine and I was so like shaken up and I was just running all over the place. I started pouring the gravy into the poutine cup 
and I missed it and it just poured all the way down my arm and my hand and this is like boiling hot gravy. <laughs> and I just like was like, oh! And I like put it down and like ran to the back and like washed my arms and I started crying in the back of the room. Let and me see I, your arm. I'm fine now. Yeah. I can still that's see a that's Hot a gravy, eh? Mm. The whole line of Canadians like, hey, what's going oh, on over there? fucking hosers! <laughs> you you should have just taken it to him. Just like, Let's go! <laughs> your skin's sizzling. Um, oh, that's horrible. So that happened, and then I also burned myself on something else that day, too. And at the end, I like went into the break room, and I told the manager there, I was like, I can't do this. Covered in gravy. I can't <laughs> do this. I there. I was like, I got injured on the job today, and I like showed them you're all my hurt marks. For this, cut to the manager being like, Bob, you're fired. <laughs> and then this is like her memory. And then I walked in and I said, No, sir, not no, today. sir. <laughs> I'm gonna no give you my two. The exams. gravy train stops here. <laughs> I ended up. Uh, the, they were like, are you, like, do you have to go to the hospital? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And they're like, okay. Because the healthcare is here. We're in Canada. Don't worry. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ended up sticking it out. And then I ended up being the Burger Queen. Ah, yes. You place. stayed at Burger King? I worked there for I a long time. I worked there for Dude. three years. What? Yeah. I was going to say, after that moment of just like, how long did you wait back there until you realized, oh, I got these other customers that I got? I mean, I kept going. <clears throat> I was just... Bro. Fucking miserable for how are you like hours. still big into poutine or I love poutine. Poutine's great. And honestly, the Burger King they have very high cleaning standards and they have That's very good. like they take good care of all their ingredients and stuff like that and they have very high sanitation standards. Let me see this book. Burger King. Yeah. In college, the co-op I lived in, I was the maintenance manager. I did live in co-op. That's yeah. why we're givers. That's oh. true. Are you? Um, <laughs> are you? Um, no, so uh, I went to school at UC Berkeley in I California. Um, and anyway, long story short, I was a maintenance manager, which basically means like, you were the maintenance manager? Yeah, I was also labor czar. I don't know if you guys have What? Labor czar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah labor czar? It's like work shift. It's like what is that? Yeah. What does that mean? It's hard to explain. Yeah. So anyway, basically in co-ops, everybody has to do something to contribute to the household, and then there are certain managerial positions above that. So I was maintenance manager, which meant I was in charge of the plumbing and basic electrical. Mm. Did you sign up for that? I did, yeah, because it paid two-thirds of my rent. Yeah. Oh. So okay. uh, I lived in a house that was 60 occupants, all women. So there were quite a few plumbing issues. Oh. <laughs> hair? You had to get the hair out. Uh, yeah. And the I tampons. A lot of that. Tampons and hair. Anyway, one day, there is an issue. And it's so bad because where it comes from is actually the kitchen. So oh. I basically hear somebody running up the stairs, coming up to me, being like, Wah! And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And sewage is coming out of the pipes. Oh, dear God. Underneath oh. the entire house. No. Yeah, oh, and that's and that's and that's where I black out actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I called the main co-op board and was like, "This is not what I signed up for. I can't plunge this." No, I was like, "Hey guys, it's me, Hannah. I got that snake and all, but uh, oh, it's not. Yeah. Oh, what you. is happening? This is uh, this is Bryce, everyone. Oh, hey Bryce. Texas is out today. Yeah. Oh, he sent, he sent wonderful Bryce. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. Beautiful. Anyway, long story short, shout out to all the plumbers in the world. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that is not an easy job. job. It's not an easy job, but it is also there's an easy job. I now you bend, you don't scare me no more. I also <laughs> want to uh, shout out to the Virgin Killer sweater for bringing back the plumber's crack. Ooh. You know, God bless. <laughs> is that a thing you want to see? No, Ooh. not really. Okay. There's this thing called the. Well, it depends on who you want to see it on. Right? Oh, it's what? True. Jessica Negri, 100%. Miles Luna, nothing. 100%. Yeah. What there's you guys? A, there's this thing called the Virgin Killer sweater. Virgin Killers? Okay, it's mm. this. It's this. You it, ready? It's a sweater. It's this. I'll pull it up for you. And then it's this. So it, it basically all is a sweater is that's like a turtleneck that shows all of the side boob, comes down to about like mid thigh, and then it shows like it's like a halter top. So it shows, but it goes all the way down to like below the butt. So you can see like the butt what crack. What part's fabric? What uh, part's not? The fabric I is can't like even picture this the thing. entire front is fabric. Yeah. And like below the butt. There you go. She is. Oh That's my god. Like a, yeah, she's great. She is uh, flaming. I like how the picture's still up there for me to see. Yeah, That's okay. I, I'm gonna keep looking. At Nobody's it. complaining. Leave <laughs> it as it is. Alana, if you're watching this, I'm not. I'm not yeah, Laura, not if looking. you're watching this, I'm watching this. <laughs> Um, I have no good way to transition into this next ad read, so HelloFresh is one of our sponsors. <laughs> Thank you, HelloFresh. 
Thanks to HelloFresh.com for supporting this episode of Always Open. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you could focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step -step instructions. Each recipe is designed to take around 30 minutes to make in your kitchen. The recipes are set up so that anyone can make a delicious and nutritious home-cooked meal in 30 minutes, whether you usually cook for yourself or are not so comfortable making home-cooked meals, like Blaine. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. Everything is delivered straight to your doorstep in a recycl recyclable insulated box. I know how to say that. <laughs> HelloFresh is now offering light spring meals and has just introduced breakfast options as well. And it's less than $10 per meal. We've teamed up with HelloFresh and they're offering everyone in our audience $30 off your first week of free deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use offer code OPEN30. All of the meals that HelloFresh has sent me have been delicious. One of my favorites is the beefed up bolognese. Mm. It was easy to make, super tasty, and I had enough for leftovers, because you know, I'm dainty. You're and so I, good. I just eat little by little. <laughs> uh, that's HelloFresh.com and use the code OPEN30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Thank you, HelloFresh. Woo! Woo! That is, is dope. That was dope. It was hella fresh. Hella fresh. Hella fresh. Everyone always thinks I'm saying that when I say hello, hello fresh. fresh. Hello. I just would like to thank hella fresh. Hello my fresh. My new hello line fresh. of super cool wrap clothing. There you go. <laughs> As you were saying that, I was wondering where you were going to go with clothes? it. Would you make clothes? You make clothes, right? Me? I mean, yeah. yes. I knit everything I wear. <laughs> I can knit this plaid quality. shirt. Quality. Yeah. No, you have a you have a buffering book shirt, don't you? A buffering, you know, I have a buffering book coffee mug and sweatshirt. What is buffering book? Available. And soon. <laughs> Coming soon to stores. No, no. At this point, Buffering you know. Book, at this point, if, if they really, if they really want to get it, I, I know that they, they will. This is my new tactic. <laughs> <laughs> it's called guilt. We should just leave us guilt. Silence not just after your that. mom. <laughs> Wait, let's get soccer mom in there. Perfect. There you go. Honey, did you finish reading Buffering Book? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. Uh, now let's get lesbian. lesbian. Honey, did you finish? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's everything you want. I love it. It's everything I want. It's it's like it's like the new mullet. It is, yeah. But it's, 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 it's a side so much mullet. better. Yeah, so it's much like more. Party on the I bet side. that's what they said about the mullet. <laughs> but it was <laughs> so much more. So, so much, much better more. than the old. This is the new rat tail. What was before? Oh, the rat tail. Maybe. Rat tail. What was before the rat tail? Shame. <laughs> It's the new shame. It's the new shame. Rat tail. Rat tail. Mullet. Not just for hillbillies. Not. Nah. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Canada and California, back out of this. All right, well, let's move on to our final topic of the evening. Let's do it. Slash early afternoon. Sexpertise. This question comes from an anonymous user. Anonymous female user, 21 years old. And she writes. <laughs> it's Barbara. Yep. It's Barbara. I'm a 21-year-old girl, and I've never been intimate with anyone because I'm extremely anxious about my flat chest. When I was younger, I hoped I was just a late bloomer, but sadly, I had to realize that was not the case. I have a flat chest and not particularly great body. Um, how are you guys with small or even flat chests on girls? Can it really be a turnoff? My, my biggest fear is if I ever get intimate with someone, I won't be able to fully satisfy them because of this. I realize that breasts aren't the only sexy body part, but I can't help but imagine a small disappointment when they realize I have nothing to offer in the boob department. And I even feel a bit of pressure to be overly sexual and freaky in bed to divert the attention from my issue. I'd love to live the life of a young woman, go to parties, flirt with random guys, or even have booty calls. But every time I think about this, the only thing stopping me is my breast size or lack of it. I don't, I don't have particularly large boobs. I'm a C. I used to be smaller. C is a pretty average size. That's but that's uh, what what I'm not saying I have small boobs, but I'm saying that's a good size. when I was younger, I did. And well, I grew into that. But it's not but. about any sort of self-consciousness is not about the object. You know, people can men can feel insecure about their penises. Everybody can feel insecure about butts and blah, 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 boobs, yeah. et cetera, tummies, yada, yada, yada. So, like, I'm sure you can relate to 
um, not having been intimate yet and being nervous about some part of your body. And thinking that someone won't be sexually attracted to you because of it. Because yeah. of what's displayed in the media or it, in porn or anything like that. Or anything at all. I mean, I'm sure guys feel insecure when they're having sex with a girl for the first time. Of course. But I, I've no. met so many guys who say, like, boob size does not matter. I, I think I was one of those. You're was one like, of yeah, them. Yeah, I was, I was reading that and I was like, mm. It, that is not something that I see when I'm attracted to somebody. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. That's like, I'm looking for a woman with huge boobs. Like, yeah. I've dated all scales of the boob. It's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> a to, a to F. Whatever. G? I don't know. Um, it's not a big deal. X, Y, Z. Because, like, there's, there's, there's actually men that have, like, that prefer small versus large and vice versa. So. I mean, yeah. And, like, what's preference when you meet someone that you click with? Yeah. What, what's yeah. preference over chemistry, right? right. And, uh, you know, I remember when I was coming into, like, puberty, I felt so insecure about my boobs. I felt so insecure. I was like, when am I going to get boobs? Because my sister was like, like that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and it was such a, like, it was just so much all in my head. But anyone I was kissing in high school, et cetera, like... Everyone is so excited to be having any sort of physical contact yeah. at all yeah. that nobody's thinking about like, well, frankly, my dear. Yeah. I wish they would even out a bit. <laughs> See, that's, that's a boob joke. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny because I was the opposite because I was, I developed very quickly and was like, God damn, like, I think you're never going to, you, you're always going to be a little upset about what you have. Right? You're always going to want something. You're going to want what you, what don't, you don't have. have. Yeah. So like, even today, I'm like, God damn, I wish I had smaller boobs. Like, my, really? back, my back hurts all the time. All right. Probably hard to fun. run. I, you, I can knock myself out if I run. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> it's bad. You uh, don't, but you don't love them? Like, I love my boobs. No, I like them. I, no, they're great. They're great. And, but, you know, there has been times. And this is the thing. It's like, boobs are a thing you can change. Mm -hmm. If you, not saying you should. But they're a thing you can change, right? And if, if you, you are, if, if it does become a thing where, let's say she does try to hook up with people or does try to explore her sexuality and she is still feeling self-conscious, yeah, there's surgery to fix that. But you don't, that. but like, but you don't, I'm not saying you need to do it. You shouldn't jump to that conclusion. Yeah, no, 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 but I'm surgery. saying, no, I'm saying there are ways right, you, you can, to feel you happy can with But also, have. Society like, has created ways <laughs> for you, too, to have an acceptable body. I'm not saying, I'm no. not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying well, that her body's <laughs> unacceptable. I wish, sometimes I'm like, I wish I had smaller boobs. I have, I've had plenty of conversations with friends who are also have large breasts who are like, yeah, I've thought about surgery. And, and like I'm happy with my body. I I love the way I, I think I look okay. You know, there's some things I could change but about myself. It's just it's there. It, we're lucky in the sense that it's one of the things that if you are unhappy with it and you can't find a way to accept it, there are ways to change it and make you feel yeah. happy about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I would I would argue, from my perspective, the body is the vessel through which you live your life, and you can love that vessel and learn how to love that vessel or hate it. And for some people, it's like yes, the only way I can possibly love this vessel is to change it in some way, mm -hmm. and I accept and respect that. But I would check in that you are loving yourself foremost before being concerned about how you're being per yeah. perceived. You right. know what I mean? No, I get that. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you have anyone who's like, mm, your boobs are too small, fuck that person. But then yeah. you know that person's shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Shallow is a shallow person. They probably go to Burger King and are like, oh, this poutine is too covered in human skin. <laughs> Actually, to be covered. fair, I think that's a reasonable complaint. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like some poutine with barber skin on it. I think it tastes good. Uh, it's nice and salty. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, honestly, like, there's plenty of guys that that are looking for other things that that should not be a huge concern. Do you worry totally... about your pec size? Oh, I mean, I've always, I've had body issues in the past. Like, a weight was a big thing, and being in relationships and getting naked for the first time with somebody mm -hmm. and being intimate, you know, very self-conscious. Like, that was a hard thing to overcome. But it happened, you know, once I found the right person that accepted me for who I was and wasn't like, oh, you don't have a rippling six-pack and things like that. Then it's like, you know, like Barbara said, you can change it if you want to, but you don't really necessarily have to, as long as you just accept yourself, I think. And there are, there are so many people who are into all, like... M most guys that I've met are into all different shapes and sizes, yeah. including breasts, asses, legs, weight, also, everything. They they just love women in general. And I feel like if, especially if she's starting off in the dating world and is like dating a guy, I mean, it's, you can't hide the fact that you're flat chested very easily. Yeah. So it's not something that he'd be surprised about when you get intimate and maybe take your clothes off for the first time. It's not gonna be like, Where'd your boobs go? Yeah. Because it's something that's I hope, very I hope, easy to show. I hope that what this young woman discovers is that people, you got to give people the chance to disappoint you, 
right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so don't start acting like the disappointing thing has already happened. Just yeah. be in the hope and expectation that if you're going to get close to someone, form a bond with them, love them, and then when you become physically intimate, that will work out. Yeah. But if you go in, you're like, ah, I'm going to totally blow off this nice guy because I know he's going to hate it when we have sex. You're just cutting yourself off at every pass. Yeah, and you're missing out on a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And well, she also mentioned she experience. feels like she has to overcompensate, right? And like being overly sexy or overly. You but know, she also says she's never been intimate with anybody. Yeah. So I, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it just, she should be herself and feel yeah. comfortable. And if she doesn't feel comfortable, then, you know. And if someone makes her feel uncomfortable, well, then that's. Who wants to be with the person who makes you feel uncomfortable and, about your body? They're just projecting. And if we're talking about like society's norms and things like that, like there's plenty of beautiful, beautiful women, like models and stuff like that, that have a very slender yeah. body. Like Cara Delevingne or whatever her name is, like she doesn't have huge breasts and stuff like that. And I find her like one of the most attractive women ever. But on the so other side of that, there's also, you know, larger women or bigger women who Nicki are Nicki Minaj. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. curvy yeah. as hell and look great. Yeah. So it's, maybe it's not about the body. What? What? Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was Thanks really nervous you're back into your drink. On that. That, that was so. That was, nice. that was great. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, we've we've really problem solved here Dude, today. This, this is what happens with always open. <laughs> always open. I didn't know you guys met your hearts. Yeah, you yes. start with butt stuff. You move into <laughs> you know so fucking quitting your jobs. Buttholes. It's just like come yeah. On, come on, and then <laughs> and then you just you just open up and you. You just like you just open up your heart. You just open up that heart. You, you, you end with something in. philosophical. Start with butt stuff. Philosophy. I have so much more. Like I feel closer to you knowing that you're down for whatever. Down to clone, man. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> have so a back, great day tomorrow. Drinking. Back to our question. <laughs> I will say, guys, that I have not always been such a such a wonderful person. I used to be super. How'd you get here? How'd I get here? I used to be really, really, really judge what I called judgmental, mm. but was actually just totally insecure. Yeah. Yeah. And the the harsher I judged another person's body, the more I realized I didn't love my own. Wow. Truly. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I talk all about it. In buffering mode. In buffering. <laughs> no, really, I do though. But no, seriously. But it's true. It's like if somebody. It's the same it's thing with like haters true, and like though. trolls. It's like the more yeah. negativity that's being thrust upon you is someone trying to expel their own demons. Hmm. Yeah, you're trying right. to make. You're trying to justify someone else lo not looking as what you want them to look like because you don't feel like you look like what you want to look like. Yeah. And it's just it's just throwing that onto someone else, which is not healthy. No. So don't do that, kids. Love yourself. Love yourself. And on that note, Hello Fresh. I'm one eight hundred flowers. <laughs> Buffering book, everyone. Another show, Hannah. Thank you. No, so this is Oh, thank you guys. Cheers. This is so Cheers. fun. Thank you for coming. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Thanks for, for the watching. post show for more. Woo! Bye.